You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's uh, tag along with the experience, and part of a great experience would be winning some bets on said game. So let's run down the slate and see what our favorite angles are on some of these games. Let's start with the Twins and the Royals. It's Zach Greinke going against Pablo Lopez, the newly acquired pitcher coming over from the Marlins, now the starting day pitcher or opening day pitcher for the Minnesota Twins. The line on this one, Twins favored on the money line, minus 145, a total of eight and a half. Jenks, is there anything you found here that people need to know? Well, I think I'm going to go with the Royals on the money line at plus 120. I know it's Kansas City, but Zach Greinke, as old as he is, and I know he's been around forever, last year at home in Kansas City, his ERA was under two which is pretty remarkable. So clearly the Twins are the better team. I get that. But I think there's real value on Kansas City at home with Granke on the mound. So let's go Royals. I think the only sabotage factor for Zach Granke as the opening day starter is sometimes he is not somebody who takes spring training that seriously. Like I remember when he was playing for the Dimebacks and like he didn't show up till spring training till a couple weeks late and he was like in Cabo or something. Uh, But yeah, a veteran pitcher, and maybe that is where you get some value. I think the Royals do have some good young players that maybe can keep this one close. I do think it's going to be a lower scoring game because weather is going to be a factor in a lot of these games. I think the the weather in Kansas City today is supposed to be like in the 40s, I think. So again, you've got to consider that. Uh, I'm wondering how Zach Granke is going to do with the pitch clock because this is going to affect a lot of starters, especially guys who don't like to throw quickly like I don't know how it's going to affect him but some of these veteran pitchers have you know I'm not going to say throw tantrums but they don't look Mm -hmm. very happy about it but it also it's tough on batters as well as we've seen in spring training some guys are just standing there and they're not ready and then automatic strike so um I'm torn on this one I don't think I would trust the twins even though the money looks like it's going that way as they've moved up to minus 155 but I'm not going to talk you off the Royals here. Uh, it plus money. I do like it. Uh, so let's go on to the Mets and the Marlins. This is a matchup that I think a lot of people will want to watch because it's a duel of two of the best pitchers in all of baseball. We've got Max Scherzer going for the Mets and facing off with the reigning Cy Young winner, Sandy Alcantara of the Marlins. We've got the Mets minus 120, Marlins even money, total of six and a half. Jenks, what's the read? I, I'm looking at a first five under here, maybe. And I need to look at the number, which is probably, what, three and a half, something really low. But when you have two yeah. of the best pitchers in the game going at it, I absolutely feel like we're going to see one of the best duels of the day. And also, look, Max Scherzer, you were talking about the pitch clock. Like, he mm-hmm. was 
he no pitcher i think loves and has embraced the pitch clock more than max scherzer he talks about and he'll play mind games with you where he will sit there and pitch at the last second or wait for you to get uncomfortable a little bit and then go but he thinks it's an advantage for pitchers so i expect him to use it here alcantara as we know one of the best in the game the first five total is three it's minus 105 to the under i get that it's really low but I think I'd go with it. I think we're going to see two guys just go at it today. Yeah, so alternate read on that. It's the same handicap, but it's just another bet. Max Scherzer over five and a half strikeouts. Do we like it? Because like you said, nobody's going to embrace this pitch clock more than Max Scherzer. He loves this nonsense of pitching quickly. Mm -hmm. And plus, he has excellent strikeout stuff. Pitched 100 pitches in his last spring training start. So I think he's going to have a full leash. And even if Buck Showalter comes out there and says, hey, man, you need to come out of the game. We need to save you. Don't you think Max Scherzer is going to like laugh in his face? I'm like, nah, dude, I'm staying in. So I think Max Scherzer, <laughs> strikeout prop five and a half. Give me the over. Love it. I'm with you on that. I think that I think I like that bet even better because I, I tend to forget about props. It's not my strength. That market is not my strength. But yeah, I'm with you. Let's do it. Yeah, Max Scherzer, we need six strikeouts out of you, buddy. And it's not like the Marlins are like some monster lineup that usually uh, sends opposing pitchers packing early. But we'll see, knock on wood. All right, so next up on the slate, we have Rockies and Padres squaring off. We have the Padres' big favorites, minus 210 on the money line. Um, The Rockies, plus 170, and a total of seven and a half runs. Herman Marquez, the opening day starter, for the Rockies, Blake Snell going for the Padres. What do you make of this game? Like, Blake Snell's a great pitcher, but he's also somebody mm-hmm. that can kind of give it up. So I have trouble yeah. trusting him. I completely agree. I think the over is the play here. I feel like that this total is maybe a half run too short. Herman Marquez had an ERA of five last season, and now he has to face this murderer's row of Juan Soto and Manny Machado. And I know that Fernando Tatis is starting in AAA, not there yet, but he will get there. Still, Herman Marquez gives up a lot. And you're right about Blake Snell. He can be a strikeout machine, but he's not as effective as he has been in previous years. I'm going to go over seven and a half. Yeah, I like that as well. And plus, I would imagine the weather in San Diego is not supposed to be as brutal as some of these East Coast cities. Uh, So yeah, really like the over there. And looking at some of these splits, there are a couple guys that kind of have some good numbers against Blake Snell. CJ Crone hitting 450 over 20 at bats. And there are a couple guys who have home runs. CJ being one of those, and Edwin Diaz also with a homer as well off Blake Snell. So like the over as well. Seven and a half. Let's go. Uh, Blue Jays, Cardinals going to the, the Midwest for this matchup. Cardinals even money at home. Blue Jays minus 120 behind. Alec Manoa, their ace, and St. Louis is throwing Miles Meeklis. I was kind of surprised he was their opening day starter, but uh, mm-hmm. they don't have a especially star-shedded rotation this year. But, Jenks, it's always hard for me to go against the Cardinals at home. They just feel like one of those yeah. teams that, you know, they have a great lineup. They usually play the game like the right way, fundamentally sound. So are you willing to fade the Cardinals at home? It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Adidas. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I am, believe it or not. This is more of a gut play than anything else. I just think it's a good price on the Blue Jays at minus 120. And you're right, the cards at even money in St. Louis. I don't fault anyone for making that bet. But this is also going back to last year where Alec Manoa was really good to me. Whenever I backed him, you know how it is. There's some players mm-hmm. or some teams that you just stay away from. There's other players and teams that you tend to bet on on a more regular basis because they tend to come home for you. Alec Manoa won me some cash last year. I have a sprinkle on the Blue Jays at 12 to 1 to win the World Series, sprinkle on the Padres at 9 to 1. So I'll just take what I think is the better team at a pretty cheap price. So give me the Blue Jays and the money line. Yeah, I like that, uh, especially with the lineup that Toronto has. It's not just Alec Manoa. He's got a murderer's row of batters at his disposal to hopefully give him a little bit of run support. Miles Miklas has had some good seasons, but he is far from dominant, so would not fault you there. I think it could go either way. Uh, let's go on to Houston. The Astros and the White Sox squaring off. Astros minus 155, the money line, and the White Sox plus 130. Total of seven. Dylan sees the flame-throwing um pitcher for the white Sox going against framber valdez uh this is a night game 708 a uh, mm-hmm. p.m first pitch uh what's the play it's just to the over at minus 120 but i like the under here i i i know there's a, a lot of big bats in both of these lineups but man dylan cease was just so good last year an era of 2.20 and again You have to go back to last season, which can help you, but it it doesn't necessarily correlate. But I just remember Framber Valdez in the postseason and what he did in his four games in the playoffs last year. Started four games, allowed a total of four runs. He was just an absolute unit. So maybe if you waited, Tick, you get this at seven and a half. I'm going to go under. I'm hesitant there just because it is two good lineups and is – dominant of stuff as Dylan Cease has, sometimes he gives up some runs. So maybe that's the sabotage factor there. Maybe his strikeout prop is worth a look because I know the Astros don't strike out a lot, but Dylan Cease has that top-end stuff to where he can strike out just about anybody. So I'm intrigued Mm -hmm. to watch this game, um, but I don't think I'm going to make a play because I think the sabotage factor for the under is also that this game is not weather-dependent. And also, mm-hmm. the Astros play at kind of a bandbox. Like, it's a, a short porch out there in left field. So I'm going to stay away, uh, but interested to see how that one unfolds. Let's get to the Angels and the A's because the unicorn is on the mound here. Shohei Otani going for the Angels against Kyle Muller of the A's. We know the Angels' big favorites when Otani's on the mound. Minus 225, A's plus 170, total of seven. Jinx, is there a way to play this game despite everyone on God's green earth knowing that Otani, um, you know, is a great player and certainly can change game. I would go over just based on Mueller being so bad. I mean, the A's just have no one. They're going to be so bad. Mueller started three games last season, had an ERA over eight. There were at least seven runs in each of those games. Now, I know you think, well, look, if Otani pitches a shutout, which he certainly could, especially against this Oakland lineup, 
Angels could win this thing 6 nothing. But based on Muller being so bad, all the A's have to do, I think, is punch across a run or two and the over hit. So give me over seven. I feel like I don't want to play this one because every single angle seems so square, but it also could definitely be the case because the A's just, they don't have a whole lot. So it's either the Angels in the first five minus a half for me, even though we saw it last year. Otani can be absolutely dominant, but sometimes he doesn't get the run support that he needs to be up by a run in the first five. What about a strikeout prop? Do we think Otani can punch seven tickets? Uh, the over six and a half juice to minus 135 because maybe that's the play. But obviously he needs to go deep enough in this game to get that number. But like, I'm not taking the under. Oh, yeah. If you're going to bet it, you have to bet the over. It's juice to the over for a reason. I don't mind that at all. I just always wonder when it comes to Otani, like you're, you don't get any value, I think. But if you're going to bet right. on him, you have to bet <clears> the over. It's just that, you know, of all the props, the, the number is always going to be spot on with Shohei. Well, and that's the the other angle there is he pitched in the World Baseball Classic. He pitched in the championship. And mm-hmm. so he is already zeroed in. He already has his arm fully warmed up. So I think he's going to be ready to go. I think it's going to be showtime for the Angels. And then quickly, a couple other games to get to. Indians, Mariners, uh, Mariners minus 115, Guardians minus 105, a great pitching matchup here. Shane Beaver, Luis Castillo, total of six and a half. Jinx, it's very low, but I'm leaning towards the under. Yeah, I, oh man, it is low. It's a tough one. Of all, yeah, of all the games I looked at, I feel like this was the most difficult to handicap because of the two great pitchers. I may, and the money line is essentially a coin flip, right? Mariners are minus 115, mm-hmm. Guardians are minus 105. I guess I would pay the cheaper price and go with the Indians, I guess, because they have a better lineup, but Seattle's also at home. I have, this is a total toss up to me. I think I would go with the under still. Uh, Mariners, where they play is pitcher friendly. You have two great pitchers. I think we see an under. Um, So that's going to be the play for me. Even though it's not going to make the card, do think we see an under in Seattle. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.